My name is John. I'm a student, aspiring composer and animator. And I'm Jovia, John's mom, and you're listening to Conversations. The weekly podcast where we discuss a range of topics to gain meaning and understanding from our individual perspective. Welcome and thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of Conversations. Just before we dive right in, just going to pause for a brief message from our sponsor, Anchor. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Conversations. Hey John, how was your day today? It was okay. How was yours? It was alright, I guess. I took a lot of epic naps. Nothing like a good nap on a Sunday. And today we we um, we switched over to daylight savings, so we have more daylight, so to speak. It's almost seven o'clock, but it looks like it's four thirty, right? So that means more time to do uh, things outside, um, going to the park and stuff like that. How was your day? What did you do? Um, I practiced on my keyboard, and I played my games a bit. And you have no school tomorrow, right? Yeah, I don't, because tomorrow's a teacher work day, and then we're going back on Tuesday. I have work tomorrow and it's Monday, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dread Monday because it is what it is. And by this time tomorrow, Monday will be almost over. So it's all about perspective. So how was your week this week at school? Um, it was all right. Like it was, school wasn't really that much different. Um, it was, it was pretty normal, like nothing like crazy happened. It was just a normal week. And, you know, I practiced like on my violin and on my piano and, you know, like I did stuff at school, like just normal work, but, uh, it was pretty normal. Like, uh, nothing bad happened, nothing like crazy happened. It was just a normal week. Well, speaking of crazy, it was around this time last year that the entire world was attacked basically by covid do you remember vaguely vaguely yeah all i literally all remember is that one day people were talking about it and then the next day we were just all suddenly at home like I don't remember. I just, all I remember is that in like February and early March everything was fine, and then next thing you know, like everyone was wearing a mask. And, and Dude, we all remember how the pandemic the pandemic came down. Like there's no, there's there's nothing vague about it. I mean, I mean, I guess what you're trying to say that it just came out of nowhere, but yeah. you you do remember how things gradually. It changed and, you know, locked down and the streets were empty. Don't you remember that? Yeah, but, like, 
just like my what I generally remember is that one one day it was fine and then the next day like we had to change change everything so suddenly what is the one uh thing that you you recall that kind of stuck out for you or that people did or for me i just remember how quiet you know things got and um I remember my last day at work in the building was March 20th. I remember that very well. Well, March 19th. I didn't go to the building on March 20th. And that's when we transitioned to working from home. And that was all like different and weird. But what was... And another thing is how how the people were just buying all the toilet pa- uh, paper. Yeah, like you were FaceTiming me and you were at like... Trader Joe's and Kroger and everything was just gone. The racks were completely empty because everyone was panic buying and buying like so many products in large quantities. And what's funny is that for that, for the uh, a week or so or a few days before lockdown or whatever, I had sort of kind of tuned out the news. I wasn't watching the news or like I usually do, or, you know, finding out breaking news on Twitter or whatever. For for whatever reason, that week, I had kind of just zoned out of news. You know, I was focused on work. It was, you know, it was the end of our first quarter, and that, I was just focused on work, 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 right? And so when I went to Kroger that day after work and saw all these lies, I was like, what in the hot hell is going on here? Why are people lining up all the way through the parking lot and beyond walking Kroger lines and lines and then I went to Trader Joe's and I went to Whole Foods I thought what's going on that's when I started looking at you know because I I hadn't been following the news as intensely as far as I knew you know that at the end of 2019 they, they started talking about uh, the, you know, the virus starting in China and, and then in January there was a lot of talk but everything just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks when I, when it, it dawned on me that oh my god we're now just going to work from home you know Yeah. That and then you guys like no, you told me there's no school I'm like no school like let me check the website let me check because I was like, why is there no school tomorrow or something like that? So once it hit me, it hit me real good. And I followed it to the T. Every day I was obsessed with it. Just trying to find out what's going on, what's happening, you know. Um, and, and feeling sad about people that are getting sick, people are dying. I was so obsessed with the news. Oh, my God. What a time, right? Yeah. Um, people weren't really like preparing for it over here, like in the in in the U.S., because people I guess didn't really care. So that's why it like devastated us as bad as it did. I mean, regardless, it would have affected us. But if we prepared a bit better, like it would have, we would have been able to handle it better. But uh, since most people didn't really take it seriously, it just all came at us at once, like it, like an avalanche. And then so many people died, so many people got sick. 
and doctors and nurses are like like their stress levels are at an all-time high because obviously they have to deal with tough situations but not like on this scale and this is a virus that they don't entirely know yet well they well i mean they're still trying to work around it but like right now they're, they're still trying to figure everything out so that's like a big challenge for them. Like they have to go in and they're stressed because there's so many people and they can't take everybody at once and everyone's sick and then some people die. And then there are some people that, you know, like are in better positions than other people and they're not really like trying to help. They're just still doing their own thing. Well, if anything, this reminded us or made us realize, for those that didn't know, if that's even possible, that no matter how you know rich you are, or a country, I should say, no matter how rich a country is, or all the resources available, if you don't have one clear voice and one one clear voice of leadership, leadership right? All those things don't matter. I don't care how much money you have, how many res- how many resources you have. If you don't have real uh, clear-headed leadership and one voice, things can go south really fast. Because at that point, there were a lot of dis dis um, you know disagreements about oh, is it serious? Right from the top, you know, offices of this uh, country, you know. We didn't have um, leaders at the time who actually, you know, delivered a message of, hey, this is serious, guys. Take it seriously. Wear your mask. You know, this is not a joke. So no wonder, you know, like even other countries like Uganda, for example, did a much better job than we did. And Uganda is like they don't have as many resources as we do here right and it's a smaller country but i don't care how big or small it's all about um uh having you know leadership and people actually respecting um experts like you know scientists and doctors and whatever so i think that really um messed up messed up the response and hence things got out of hand which meant that we were in lockdown for over a year as in like life the entire 2020 was basically trash trash tragic there was a lot like covid elections a lot of political mayhem and oh my goodness like The chapter that will be written on 2020 will probably be the longest of all years in the last decade, you know, because there was so much in there. We had racial tensions. We had COVID. We had elections. We had politicians going haywire. And then 2021, January 6th. Yes. Like, as if we hadn't had enough in 2020, here comes January 6th with its crazy self. I don't ever want to relive those things. Like, after that day, I just don't want to watch the news that much anymore. Because I couldn't believe that in that 
something like that was even possible in this country. But here we are. Here we are. But anyway, so what what lessons, what, what did 2020 teach you? I know you're just 15 years old, but in your own mind, what, what can you say that you learned from 2020? Um, like things can change really fast, uh, especially when you don't expect it. Uh, uh, I guess leadership, because you said uh, you were talking about leadership, like to uh, be a leader, because it didn't really seem like there was much that much leadership. Because people were kind of like running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Like they didn't know what they were doing. And all the time, most people were panicking. Nobody was really like taking action. And because of it, things went downhill really fast. And, you know, it got worse and worse. Yeah. Well, things definitely can change uh, without warning. Unexpectedly, life can change in literally a flick of a finger, like that, literally, you know. I, I think about that uh, actor, Broadway actor, Nick, Cordo, Nick Cordero, I think that was his name. He was a Broadway actor, like perfectly healthy, young, nice family, just had a baby, and all of a sudden he got sick. And all of a sudden, he's in the hospital for weeks and weeks and weeks. Then all of a sudden, they cut off his leg. Then he dies. It was so... I didn't even know him personally, but it just broke my heart so bad. I just kept looking at his family, his wife, his son. And I was like, all this because of this virus. Like somebody's life literally faded away in just a matter of months. And he was healthy, he was young, he was... And that goes to show that age doesn't matter when it comes to the virus. Like, because that's like an argument that a lot of people make that, oh yeah, if you're younger, you won't die. But that's not true. Like, your chances of survival are definitely higher than someone who's older, but that doesn't automatically mean that you're going to live. You can still die. It's just older people are more at risk, but just because you're not old doesn't mean that you don't have to worry about it. Because can, you can still die, like, regardless. Exactly. And that story about that actor is just one. Imagine all the stories that we never hear of because, you know, people that died are not celebrities, you know? Just regular people like us, you know, with regular jobs and, you know, they get up every day, take care of their family you know, living somewhere, whether in the in the U.S. or somewhere in Italy or somewhere in Germany, wherever they are, like leaving families that loved them so much, so dearly, just like that, you know? So when I think about how fragile life is, it's like you just kind of, have to stop every time you're tempted to complain or worry about anything because all those people that passed who knows what other dreams they had you know or how many times they were they could have done things they wanted to do but that chance was taken away from them you know so living 
in the moment. What do you know about living in the moment and living in gratitude? Like to not worry about what happened before and what's going to happen later. Like focus on what's happening now and to be happy and focus on what you have instead of what you don't. Pretty much. That is happiness in a nutshell. Happiness is not about having a lot of money or having nice things or the latest Yeezys. Those shoes are so ugly, by the way. But it's not about having the, the, the coolest thing ever. All the money in the world, I know people, this is cliche, everybody knows this, but it's worth repeating, like just saying it out loud, out loud, that money doesn't make you happy. It can make things, some things a little easier, but at the end of the day, what what makes somebody have a good night's sleep, you know, with uh, a, a restful, you know, a calm mind, a calm, you know, heart and just not just happy. It's all about being grateful, being in the moment, having good friendships, good relationships, uh, and just not worrying about things that are out of control, you know? You know, one example that I, I usually uh, share with my friends that I thought about a while back no one were driving when driving on the road right everybody's like free and driving ooh in their brand new cars or old car whatever car they they have zooming changing lanes you know not worried like not worried that they, somebody can come and and hit their car right like they're so sure that they're driving not you know thinking every moment oh my god i could have an accident oh my god and then they get to a traffic light and the light turns red and they have to stop, right? Right? Yeah. So you, when you stop at a red light, and every driver behind you must also stop. But what what do you think most people do when they get to the red light? Like, while waiting for the light to change, what do you think people do? They try an inch, like, closer towards, like, they, they try an inch, like, closer. No, like, what I'm saying, not inching, like, they're, they're, they're stopped at the light. Oh just sitting there waiting for it to turn like they get impatient like they want it to they want the light to change or they're just kind of like looking around yeah well that too like they're waiting for the light to change they're looking around but one very important thing i noticed is that you never never once do you do most drivers think oh yeah the person behind me is not going to stop they're going to hit me oh my god we're going to have an accident like they just sit there relaxed and not worried about a thing somehow they trust things they can see because they see the light is red therefore in mentally they're like of course the person behind me is going to stop the light is red you know whereas when other things are going on in our lives just because we can't see it we worry, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to... Like, that faith of a traffic light, <laughs> it's so simple but so powerful because you don't... Because you're not worried that somebody's going to hit you, you just relax. You're just in your car. You're listening to music. Some people might even be checking their phone, even if they shouldn't. But maybe they're on the phone with their friends, just laughing, not worried about the potential danger that could be behind them 
Why? Because they don't think it's going to happen because they believe because they see the light is red and therefore they believe the person behind them sees the light is red too and they'll stop. You get the the, the knowledge, the, the whole thing I'm trying to play at? Yeah. Just because you see, believing doesn't mean, believing something doesn't mean you have to see it first. Having faith and being okay, even in moments of stress, even in moments where it could potentially be dangerous, just believing that, okay, deep breath, I'm here now. Everything is okay. Nothing's gonna, like, just like absolutely being in the moment. I'm in my car. I'm listening to music. I'm driving to work. This light is red. It's going to turn green in a moment. And I'm going to go. Can you imagine the panic everybody would be in? Oh, my God. The light is turning red. All these people behind me. Are they going to stop? Oh, my God. Are they going to stop? And then I will cause an accident. Because you're so worried about what's behind, you know? Or what, what you think is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, living in the moment trusting just like in that moment when you trust that the person behind you is going to stop and being calm and listening to your music and keeping your eyes on the road that's living in the moment and being and being calm and not anticipating the worst but always expecting and and being in that moment and just you know being grateful for that moment okay i'm in my car i'm able to drive i have a car i have gas you know i have eyes i can see the road my feet can touch the pedals um those simple things right like i can turn my neck left and right to look around as i wait at this light you know so I'm, i use the traffic like as an example but we can apply that to many other life situations you know leaving in the moment a year after covid a year later not after because it's still here and guess what spring break is on the horizon and of course people are gonna go out and travel without masks and watch i pray doesn't happen but that might lead to more cases, more shutting us down, because people are going to go thinking, oh, yeah, you know, the, the, vac- the virus is not, you know, that serious anymore, and there's a vaccine, yada, yada, and boom. Hmm? So what are, you mo- what are you most looking forward to once we're all back to normal? No masks, which probably will be a while, probably next year. Who knows? No, it'll be a few years. You think it'll be a few years? Yeah, like it's definitely not going to go in a year. It's going to take way longer than that. You expect to be wearing masks in 2023? Yeah, like it's not going to disappear that fast. It's going to take a while to die down. Like I'd say, give it like at least 10 years. Not 10 years, dude. That's, like, that's a long time. I would okay. Well, maybe two more years, but not ten. What? Because a lot what of people. What about the people that are still going out, regardless? Well, I say because they're, they're also like one of the culprits and like the surges in cases. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say ten years because surely 
Well, you know, there are vaccines now. So, I mean, we're yet to see. I mean, they say that they're effective. So, you know, with everything, you have to wait out and see, um, you know, if there are any side effects. Can they get infected again? There's all those things. But it's it's encouraging to know that there's a, there, there are vaccines. It might take a while to get everybody vaccinated, but it sure as hell wouldn't be 10 years. I know, maybe 2023, okay, yeah, but not 10 years. Like, can you imagine us wearing, I'm, I'm 40 now, like, you think we're going to be wearing masks until I'm 50? Because, <laughs> I mean, you never know. It might get worse. Because, like, just because it's getting better now doesn't mean it won't get, it can't get worse. No, I don't think it's getting better. I just feel think that there's hope to make it get better with vaccines and hopefully people doing the right thing. Right now, I, I still don't think we're where we need to be, even if people feel relaxed and whatnot. I would not go anywhere without a mask. I still will not go to indoor activities like concerts or movies or whatever. The only indoor place I, I go is the grocery store and that's like in and out with my mask. So this year is still trash. It's still COVID-laden, right? But hopefully by the end of next year, hopefully, more and more people will be vaccinated. But I sure as hell don't want to be wearing masks 10 years from now. Anyway, so my question was, what is what do you what are you most looking forward to? Too like after everything is completely one thousand percent back to normal, no masks, no social distancing, nothing. I guess not having to wear a mask, cause I mean I still wear mine. It's just like it kind of it's kind of annoying after a while. Yeah. But I understand that like it needs to be worn, so I just wear it. But yeah, uh, not having to wear a mask all the time, I think would be a uh, one of the things that I would be looking for well, I mean looking forward to yeah that would be cool and also being able to go to like go to church um, I mean we, it's not like we used to go to movies a lot but when we go to the movies that's nice too you know like but I mean theaters are kind of like... they're dying out I yeah. know but I know Plus, some sometimes it's nice to go to there are certain movies that I would rather watch in a movie theater than at home because I can't uh, recreate the sound. I mean, I have we have sound, so, you know, here at home, but it still does not compare to the immersive experience of a movie theater. Like surround, like like oh my god. There are certain movies that just are movie worthy, movie theater going worthy. I don't know if that's so. If I make sense with that, I, I'm not huge on going to movies, but yeah, some movies must be watching a theater. Then uh, I, I say going to church, and you know, like I said, wearing masks, going to the grocery store, farmers market without having to always have the mask on, going to the gym, you know, like every month I say, oh, I'm gonna cancel. I'm going to put my membership back on hold. But then I'm like, oh, what if hopefully it gets better in the summer? Because I miss, you know, going to the gym gym. 
it's open people are going but i'm still paranoid about it you know what tap out yeah maybe i i guess i I could go like on random hours because it's 24 hour gym maybe like sunday at 8 a.m like surely nobody will be in there or sunday at 6 30 p.m you know just be in there by myself but we'll see and i haven't seen my co-workers like for a year now it like face to face you know so it'll be nice I, I i actually would rather stay working from home that's that's what i want even after masks are gone i just feel that it's more productive that way and i don't have the stress of traffic and stuff but maybe like one or two days in the office just to see people but otherwise i would rather continue to work from home uh i know you like going to school school in person you don't like the online version yeah because um it's basically like what you said except it's the opposite like you said that's work in person it gets distracting at home it gets distracting well not even well it's not that it's distracting it's just it's it feels more stressful because of the uh inconveniences that uh online calls kind of bring like your latency can it can kind of screw up sometimes and you can lag out of the um call or your teacher might say something and then like the audio gets corrupted and then you don't know what they said like it's like oh yeah remember and then like you can't hear what they said and like it's just it feels like way more stressful but like going in person helps a little bit and also i wanted to go in person because of orchestra because it's hard to play in the orchestra virtually i guess to have everybody playing the same note yeah, it's, like, almost impossible to play in sync because there's delay, like, in the call. There's, like, a slight delay. So the only way, like, I could really play with everyone is if I came in person. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that your school um, planned, you know, a return to school. Um Um, I'm glad that your school found a strategy to get you guys face to face, and so far it's worked. You know, like they haven't, there hasn't been any issues. Everybody wears their masks. Seems to be going fine, and maybe even more kids are choosing to come back. Right, like getting off the online and returning to face to face. Isn't that right? Yeah. I think it's helpful to have that interaction, especially since it was your first year of high school. Hopefully, next semester, things will be more kind of normal-ish, but like like you said, masks are here to stay for a minute. But anyway, biggest takeaway as we wrap this up today is, as I said, living in the moment. Um, trusting that everything always works out as it should, you know, Um, being grateful and 
knowing that happiness doesn't come from money or being you know rich or whatever i mean america is a rich country but look how crazy things turned out it's all about you know if one day not if i know one day you'll be in a position of leadership right with whatever career you choose whether you're a class president or you know wherever wherever you you maybe in college or you join some kind of club i'm not talking about politics per se just leadership is not just about politics okay it could be your leader among your friends or you you know you make decisions to protect yourself to protect protect your friends but it's all about having humility um having a clear mind and not being just self-serving but just thinking of a of the bigger picture and everybody around you and how and think about how our actions affect people around us you know so when i say one day you'll be in leadership i'm not automatically saying that oh yeah you're going to be a politician because leadership can be a 4-year-old can be a leader you know uh, a 50-year-old can fail at leadership it's all about being um able to lead leadership is all about inspiring people to do the right thing inspiring them to see um to to be hopeful and to see the good even when the process of getting to the good might feel hard for example like wearing masks but inspiring them to say hey i know this is going to be hard but we got to do it in order to have those spring and and July 4th parties, you know, the spring break and summer parties or whatnot. Yeah, not everybody's born to be a leader, but we can all aspire and do our best, right? Yeah. So 2021, what are your goals this year? Give me one goal. To keep working on the things that I want to do and do things that make me happy and not like do things just because other people want me to like to do what I want to do basically and keep working on what I've been working on like music and art and I can't add anything to that that's well said life is too short do what you love be happy be grateful and inspire others to do the same right yeah Well, one year after COVID, n- not after. One year later because we're not at the end of COVID, but I hope that this time next year we will be in a much better place and we'll be recording something more exciting than this. But I'm hopeful and I'm grateful. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. I wish you a blessed and wonderful week ahead. May you live in gratitude. Leave now, leave right now and uh be happy. Have great friendships. Um reach out to your loved ones. Hugs are much a much better than um you know 
money or material stuff you know so it's all about love it's all about reaching out caring for one another caring for ourselves and just hoping and believing for the best just like at the traffic light you know somebody behind you is gonna stop right yeah that is our attitude going to next week everything we just gotta live in the moment and trust that everything is gonna be okay Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed. And uh, please share this with your friends. Leave us some feedback. It really helps us um, get better. And, and, and just know that you're out there listening. It means a lot. And my name is Jovia once again. And this is John. Oh, thank you for listening. Signing off and have a wonderful week ahead. Have a good week.